date is October 19th, and you're listening to another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we're together again to talk about Thursday Night Football. We're talking about the lottery. Mega Millions is up there. We're talking the NBA start of the new season, and we're going to freeball it today. That's what it's feeling like. It's, it's a freeball Thursday. Oh, yeah. Commando. Yeah. We're, we're, sipping, we're sipping on some breakers tonight. You know, no fancy drinks, just a big ice cube and some good old-fashioned bourbon. Uh, we've, we've converted you. Uh, I, I wouldn't say full conversion. I'm just, I'm kind of going along for the ride. Yeah, you used to be a total cocktail guy. I need some things to water down my drink, sweeten it up. And now you're going classic. You're getting a little more chest on your, hair on your chest. Refined? Would you're, you say I'm refined? Exactly. Well, we're also drinking great bourbon. Yeah, it's, it's solid. We used to just drink the, the typical stuff from the well. And now we're up there. Our, our whiskey game is tight. It's almost like pinkies up. Almost. For the bourbon game. Almost. I would have put it there, but we're doing it. But hey, in San Inez this week, we got senior night. Big game. Big game. Playing against uh, DP, Dos Pueblos. Jesus. Pueblos. Dos Pueblos. For the Spanish speaker, I'm messing up. <laughs> Seriously. Two towns. <laughs> Two towns. Yeah. Um, very good team. Uh, they're big. They got some big hosses up front. Uh, it should be a very interesting game. Um, we play good assignment football. We should, uh, we should do well defensively. I think our offense has a good chance to run the ball on them. Um, should be interesting. You know, it could be a dogfight. And it's got some serious CIF implications for us. Yeah, for a team who hasn't made the playoffs the last couple of years with a decent record, you know, we're in a new league. We could clinch it with a W, right? No, no, no. We'll be in sole possession of second place with a win. But that's a clinch for the playoffs, no? Yeah, it's guaranteed. Well, it should be guaranteed, and we'd still have to win next week. And then there's, there's a bunch of scenarios that could happen if we didn't win or we did win and we lose next week. But if we win, you know, we'll take it one week at a time. Uh, we got a tough opponent this week. Um, you know, it, it's one of those games. It could go either way. Yeah, it's a home game, last home game of the regular season. Yeah, last, last guaranteed home game for our seniors, and we're graduating 29 of them. That's a huge two of kids. Two big senior classes back-to-back. We yeah. had 26 last year and 29 this year. And that's awesome for a small town that we live in, you know. Uh, but senior night, how funny, like, for me when I was thinking about senior night, I kind of hated it. Uh, I, I hated that we had to wait that extra 10, 20 minutes before the game. And chill with my, you know, my parents or whoever's waiting with us in line. And I'm zoned into the game. Mm-hmm. It's always at the end of the year. It's important all the time. And I just remember that picture I have with my parents where I'm just wide-eyed, like not even focusing on them. Who, who did you guys play? We played Gilroy High. Our, That's your our rival. Nemesis. That's yeah, your rival, last right? game. It was our last game of the year. Is that your last game of the year every year? Was, yeah, it was. Not anymore. I don't even think they play that much anymore. Really? Well, there's eight new high schools in the area. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, our senior night was against Cabrillo. They were terrible. I was the only senior who didn't have a parent show up. I was real happy about that. You but your but your your uncle was there, and he's yeah. kind of been your but football mentor the whole time. It, it, I understand. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. But even still, the 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 ceremony before, it's just something you don't really want to. I had a lot of animosity before the game. My my goal for that game was to break the all time uh, single game tackle record, and that didn't happen. What uh, is it? Uh, it's twenty nine. What's the most tackles you've had in one game? Uh, 24 was my, my sophomore year against Santa Maria. Damn. That, good for you. Yeah, I always did well against Santa Maria for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because they're dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were decent when I was in school, but I was probably the same height as all of them. 
that that's yeah. probably what helped me out. See, that's funny. And so for like the coaches, like, are you going to wear your Leatherman? Or did you wear it today? No, no, no. We wear we wear Leatherman jackets last practice of the year, okay. regular season. I always I get confused if it was homecoming senior night. No, it's last practice. It's the last practice. See, at Live Oak, it would be homecoming. Everyone would wear the Leathermans. The coaches or yeah, I Do didn't have a Leatherman. I couldn't afford that. You don't have a Leatherman. I don't. You mean Letterman? Letterman jacket. No, I have a Leatherman. The tool. Okay. I get confused between the two. All the yeah, time. it's big, big, big difference. Yeah, I found my my Leatherman the tool on a fishing trip, on the ground when I caught the biggest fish I've ever caught. Was that 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 was down at the reservoir? It was at the reservoir, and then your uncle was like, "Oh, let me check it out," and then he fucking punted it. Yeah, he kicked your fish so hard. Yeah. You, it's a good thing you had two hooks in it. <laughs> I am the worst. Anyways, senior night. Hey, good luck to the pirates. Seniors, I hope you play your hearts out and get the W that you need. Yeah, uh, come out and show some some support if you're in the area. It should be a great game. Not like today's Thursday night game. Blowout. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how bad are the Arizona Cardinals? Josh Rosen looking crappy. Out of all the rookies, I know Jackson hasn't gotten any rep yet. Is he the lowest of the five? I, I don't know. I don't know who looks worst. Josh Rosen or Josh Allen? They both look pretty shitty to me. And Allen's out with a elbow injury? Uh, they still haven't. I don't know if they've confirmed yet that he's out, but they were talk, They were like alluding around the fact that but at he least is. Josh, like Josh Allen doesn't have too much of a team around him compared to what I think Rosen has. It, it's, it's not like the Cardinals Rosen's are that great. Rosen's handing off the ball to a stud running back. There's a decent receiving corn in Arizona. Yeah. But their yeah. O-line was hurting today. Well, their O-line has like two or three starters out, and it, and it showed. Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb beat the shit out of Josh Rosen. That rookie looked good today. Oh, man. They were all over him. Like two pick sixes, two or three sack fumbles. I mean, it was just a nightmare. And if you had Denver D in fantasy, you, you hit a gold mine. Yes, I did. And I was going against it. It uh, stings a little bit. I, I think I got 44 fantasy points. Well, didn't you have Emmanuel Sanders, too? And I had Emmanuel Sanders starting, too. Yeah. Uh, guy Who I'm threw go- a touchdown. Yeah, right? It, it was just... To Cortland Sutton, Cortland, Cortland Sutton not uh, Demarius Thomas. God, he looks slow. <laughs> I mean, he's like 300 pounds now. Well, he was questionable to go, right? To, to get traded and... Well, traded. We'll Who's getting traded? Demarius was 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 he a questionable uh, trade for, like last or he wanted out or someone wanted to trade for him? I don't. Where do you get your information? Uh, everywhere. Uh, coming from a guy who's own fucking six in fantasy in one league. Yeah. What are you in the other fucking two and four? I'm gonna be three. No, I'm working my way back. The dr- the dry dockers are gonna come back on you. Just negative. Wait. The dry dockers. Negative. I called it here, folks. Paulo will lose. I am having the a rough doctors. start. I am having a rough start. And then one league, yes, I am doing absolutely crappy. But that's how it goes sometimes. I am fighting my way back. In what? In my other leagues. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to call Okay, that. I'll admit it. Am I horrible? I am freaking horrible at fantasy. I like the whole thing. I like hanging out with the guys at the draft day, all that stuff. But right now, I'm, not, I'm doing horrible. Yeah, but you can't draft worth a shit. <sighs> some years I'm on, some years I'm off. You never know. Yeah, you do. No, you know don't. if you're going to be decent. You, uh, you got guys. You don't have guys. <laughs> Your guys stink. They don't stink as bad as the last two Thursday night games. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, what was it, 45-10? In the, oh, it was just a blowout. Did you see the start of the San Jose State game last week? Um, Where they, they, they didn't even get an offensive playoff. They had a fumble first score, 
two fumbles first score, like the first five plays. Oh, when they played Army? Was it Army? I think they played, I don't even remember who they were playing. It was either Army last week or the week before they lost like 56 to 7. Yeah, I think it something. was Army, and they just had a horrible start. And it reminded me of what Arizona looked like today. So bad. I mean, they were talking about how everybody's job's on the line, and it's just ugh, Arizona. Arizona went from a top six defense in the 3-4 to converting to a 4-3, and just they were second to last against the run, where Denver was dead last against the run coming into tonight because Denver's allowed two 200-yard rushers, the only two on the season. They gave it up to Isaiah Crowell and then uh, Todd Gurley last week. So it's like they, I want to say the last two games, they'd given up 543 yards rushing. And then um, they come out tonight and shut down David Johnson. I want to say they gave up like 60 yards rushing. It was, oh. it was lights out. But overall, there's been what? I, I think the actual Rams Thursday night game was decent. Just, just the last two But the last Thursdays. two have let me down so bad. But the Monday night games, Aaron Rodgers again against my Niners. Well, your Niners stink. But they put up a fight. They should have won that game. They should have won the game. There was some... But it was a good game. I, I'm, am I sad my Niners lost? Yeah, but am I sad? I, 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 it was a fun game to watch. You know what I mean? Monday nights are just way more dominating and way more important to me to watch than Thursday night games. Well, I like how it starts the week off early with a Thursday game. It's fun. But, you know, you're right. Monday night games have been better as of late because to start the season, the Thursday night games were great. Yeah. Um, just... Arizona Arizona doesn't have anything. You know, offensively they don't have an identity. Their quarterback can't can't hold on to the ball in the pocket because he's getting harassed nonstop. They can't get the running game going. They, you know, they can't get the ball downfield. It there's just a lot of things going on. Their defense is playing terrible. So, you know, it's just it's a nightmare situation for the Cardinals. Do you think Arizona's hurting cuz since Bruce Arenas left? Uh, Bruce Arians, Arians yes, Arians. Um, I think that definitely hurt him. I mean, he, under under his uh, tutelage, Ooh, good word right there. It is a good word. Um, they were a solid squad. They were top ten squad every year, and they were always competing for that uh, NFC West title. You know, they would they would battle the Seahawks, and with the upstart Rams, you know, they would battle them. But you know, they just they've lost guys on both sides of the ball. And it's just not the same team. Yeah, they caught a little bit of the injury bug, like we were talking about on the O line. Yeah, it's, it's just they're they're behind Pew, the eight ball. Potties out, just yeah, down. Yeah, they're behind the eight ball. So There's we're nothing just you we're can just do. calling you out Thursday night games. Bring yeah. it, please. Yeah, do better next week. I yeah. I don't even know what the next week's game is. Oh no, no, it's uh, it's Houston versus Miami. That okay? That might mm-hmm. be okay. It might be okay. Houston's offense is pretty well, boring to we're watch. We're gonna watch the defense though. Well, I want to watch to see if DeAndre Hopkins does anything because I have him. I'm well, I want to see game. if the, Deshaun Watson needs to have a game. Oh, he, he hasn't had, done anything this year. He had like negative three points last week. It was awesome. He certainly, for how, for how high he went in a lot of uh, fantasy picks at quarterback, he's not producing very much. Well, he is coming off a major knee injury. Yeah, but he, a lot of, he still went high. He did, but their run game isn't there. Their defense has been marginal. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, so hopefully he has a good Thursday game. But the other thing that's happening right now is the Mega Millions. Ooh, projected to get to nine hundred and seventy million. Let's just round up a billion. A billion, a cool billion. We'll the call B it a cool word. billion. Yeah. You know, how uh, many how many commas is that? Four. Uh, let's see, zero, zero, one, three, <laughs> three, three commas, four commas. A million's three commas. 
So a billion's got to be four, right? No, a million's two commas because you got one, three zeros, comma, three zeros. That's okay. a million. So three for a billion. Yeah. Tons. At, you know, a billion dollars. You take lump sum, you're looking at like 50, 550 so to 600. So what kind of person, so where, where, where are you when you decide like, hey, I don't want to take the lump sum. I want to take payments. Uh, you're an idiot. Or you're already rich. Doesn't matter. You're still an idiot. You take the lump sum every you time. Always, you always have I, to. I mean, the thing with the lottery is, is if you win that shit and you don't take lump sum, you take the payments for life. You but could, you can't. You and you can't like inherit it to like you your can, kids. You can't or your bequeath it to anybody. Like, what happens if you die the next week? All that money goes back to the state. Well, that's another thing too. Is have you heard about how many lottery winners have died in like five, the five years since they've won? Oh yeah, it's up there. They they say how the lottery ruins your life. Idiots. I don't know how I don't know how six hundred million dollars could ruin your life. All I can see is improvements. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of bums that win the lottery. That so you win nine hundred seventy million. Take lump sum. Let's just let's just call it five hundred million dollars. What's the first thing you do? Well, you got to make phone calls, and you got to get you got to build your team. You call the one lawyer you know, or the best lawyer you know, or the guy you trust the most. Which you shouldn't trust lawyers, but you know, hopefully you got a friend or someone. You call, you know, your parents or your wife or whatever. You got to celebrate a little bit, but you got to make sure you got people to cover you, you know, because you're going to get some kind of press. You got to block out, you know, everyone's going to come asking for stuff. So you kind of have to, what, the investment guy, a lawyer, and who else? Security? No. Shoot. You're, but the lawyer for sure. You got to get a lawyer. I would hire a financial advisor for okay. sure. Money guy. Um, I think I think you might want a CPA or whatever the step above the CPA is. I want to say it's like an EP or, or there's there's some other acronym for somebody right above a CPA. Um, you you got to have your ducks in a row because you win that kind of you win that kind of scratch and. You're going to get killed in taxes. You're going to get people coming out of the woodworks with their hands out. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I think when you went to, don't fall in love with what with the billion. You're not going to get a billion. No, I mean, don't fall. you're going to take the lump sum, then you're going to get taxed. And so really, after taxes, you're probably looking at, on $500 million, you're probably looking at $250 million, give or take 50 You know, 200 to $300 million is what you're looking at. And with that kind of money, you should be able to buy happiness. Oh. You could live on, we were talking about, it. you could just live on the interest. Oh, yeah. It, it, unless you're a fool. Yeah. I mean, uh, what did we do it at? How much did we do it at? 300 million? We did 300 million. So, no. And so you get 18 million a year? Yeah. Uh, at uh, 3%? At 3% low ball in the interest, you know, you're making like 15 to 18 million a year. Okay. So those are the things you do, right? You got to cover yourself. You got to make sure you're safe and the money's going to the right places. What are you buying? First thing you're buying? Well, what are you buying? What am I buying? Yeah. What are you buying for? Uh, so you, you know, now you're an outdoorsman. You love sports, but you're a simple guy. Yeah, and I think you like you 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 take that claim with some pride. Exactly, right? you're humble. But now you you don't get to be humble. You have money to spend. Well, first thing, the first and thing this is for you, and this is for you. What do you buy for you and the family? Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy anything for me first. I would I would take care of family members. Um, you know, few friends. You know, few the closest people to me. Um, I wouldn't really give money per se. 
I would take care of debts or house payments or something like that to where it's going to make but an impact. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the first Just thing clear, I'll do. clear all debt. But, you know, my, my generosity would come at a price. I would be like, I'm going to do this for you. So I'm your friend. We're your podcast co-host. I'd nominate you for the Hall of Fame. Oh, would you? <laughs> I cannot. I hope you win. <laughs> that might be the biggest honor I ever get. Yeah, I, 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 there'd be something. There'd definitely be something. Um, my, I would, but like I said, my generosity would come at a price. It's, you know, I'm going to do this for you. Don't ever ask me for anything again. You know, that, that's, that's how I draw the line. Yeah. You know, you don't get those repeat offenders. Right. Like, oh, I need $10,000 for this. I well, need you know, a couple and, thousand and, and for this. I, so, like, again, like, may, you know, maybe I win and I know you got some, some bills. But like, hey, I took care of your bills and here's this. Like, there's, you know, I'm t- taking the weight off and here's a little prize. I love you, your family, you know. And I have a sister. I got my immediate family. I got a couple cousins. Not, not a huge family, but that's probably where I'd go first. Probably hook up the kids, make sure, every, you know, future Aglonies are going to UCLA and Stanford. See? No big deal. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't tell the kids to piss off and make their own money? Not if they're on path. If they're, you know, if they, if they have the grades and, you know, everyone's living humbly, like, I have this fund ready to go. And I wouldn't do it maybe in a college fund, but like in trusts. You no, know, you'd have to put it in a trust. You'd have to put it in something interest-bearing. I mean, granted, college would be paid for, but I, you know, I think that's something where, you know, in order to make your kid responsible, you'd have to put it with stipulations. You'd have to have some stipulations. Like you have to graduate college and, you know, you have to have a job. I mean... Ambition, I, something like, oh, yeah, I get to go to college for free and party. No. Yeah, don't... You're not going to be a piece of shit your whole life. You're going to do something. So that's all... You know, now you just covered yes. Family's good. Everyone's good. I want to know what you're buying, Sean. First thing I buy? I, yes. Oh, man, that that's a tough question because, you know, at, at the time you're thinking everything. Are you buying, like, was it... Uh, What's the, the camo gear that you guys love? Sitka? Would I, I buy some Sitka gear? You'd probably go right to Sitka and get a, a nice freaking shotgun. Uh, no, Sitka only makes clothing. Well, no, I'm saying that this is, I'm, I'm just assuming you'd set up yourself for oh, I, a hunt I, trip. I, I got the shotgun I want already. Uh, first thing I'd probably go for, I would go for a 69 GTO Judge. Oh, the car you've always Gun metal gray, you know, That's just right. badass, tricked out. And that'd probably be the first. The probably be the only major splurge item I'd spend. How on. much is that going for? Fifty k, maybe. You know, a drop in the bucket. Just but but get it souped up. Get the hundred k one. You oh yeah, the, you know there's one. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Spend the hundred k. Get it going. I I would definitely definitely have to make a Vegas run. Oh, just I want to know what it would feel like to blow a million dollars, at least. Just I, just. Blow it all on hats or something stupid just to get it out of the system. Because when you got that kind of money, you know, just so you can say you did it in my book. What if you win some more? <laughs> just be stupid. Like, right? hey, I won freaking, imagine if you won half a million in a night. You know, not to say, like, don't get me wrong. You just won. Yeah. A Tw- hundred times that. A hundred times that. But it's just like, ha ha ha. On top, you're, you're, on a, you're on a theater. You can't get off of it. Yeah. See, I might, be, I might go property. 
Yeah, I would definitely invest in property somewhere. You know, I'm, a few properties, probably. No, and I'm, I probably wouldn't move. The first property would probably be stay local. Like, I, I moved here for a reason to the San Inez Valley, and there's great homes around here, you know, not far from the coast. Get me a nice little mini mansion, you know, set up my 510 car garage. Oh, yeah. You know. See, I wouldn't, I don't think we'd move. I mean, you know, we have to. Why? Because people would do, people would break into your house. No, they wouldn't. Absolutely. Absolutely not. I, I would put in a big ass garage, you know, it'd be a compound. Your little place, like, don't get me wrong, it's cool. It's too small. It, 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 there's for a lot of winter, there's a lot of potential there. A lot of potential. I, I, like, <laughs> I think you're attached to it because you just finished fixer uppering it. No, not even that. It just it would it makes sense, you know. Add a story, add a second story to the house, build a big ass garage right you're next insane. to the house. Why? Oh, maybe. Why we already got? It's on like five eighths of an acre, or three quarters of an acre. I mean, it's good. Okay, so then away, so local. That's your place then. Yeah. Where's the next place you buy property? Um. I'd probably buy a duck club somewhere. Okay. Or, oh, help. Yeah. Probably probably somewhere in Texas. Uh um, Texas land is so cheap you can get fifty acres. For oh you, fifty. Talk, well, like I'm just a, saying like a thousand. Um probably probably something like that for a hunting lease and things like that. Uh prob maybe a, a vacation home somewhere in uh an island somewhere, maybe something back east. So when we go back and visit my old man, um, probably traveled a little. Well, first off, I'd set up the next like twenty years of hunting trips. Oh, you know? you're, you're done. Yeah, yeah like it, it's I'm, all set up. I'm hunting and fishing for the rest of my life, basically. Easy everywhere. Oh, that I've been there. Cost that much? It, you it, know, it, at the end of the day, like with this, with that kind of money, yeah, it, you're really not spending that much. No, it, it's it is what it is. Yeah. But okay, so that's what you're doing with that. You need some write-offs. What are you donating to? Well, what are you writing off? Well, I'd uh, I'd donate to the football program. I'd get him a new weight room, um, badass coaching facility. Um, would, you, I'll, would you get the indoor field? Only under the specifications that it's football only. Well, well, what happened if it's not football season and it's raining on a then, soccer? Then nobody gets to use it. Fuck soccer. <laughs> I don't care about soccer. It's such a big... Dude, those things are huge. Oh, it is. And they're not going to use it because it's a football facility. For a high, what high school has an indoor facility? Around they, here? None. None. Why does a California team need an indoor facility? Uh, because it gets cold in the morning sometimes. <laughs> or it gets really hot. It gets, it, yeah, we have an indoor facility for the AC. Yeah, right? That's probably what it is. You know? A lot of windows. You know, you make it into an indoor weight room slash practice field facility. Okay. Yeah, those college facilities right now are insane. Oh, it's disgusting how nice I they are. It. The locker rooms. I was talking to Josh about it, too. It was like, those things are badass. To sit in lockers, you got your closet, you got your... Phone charger, you got your safe. Yeah, it, it's everything you want. I mean, you know, and you, that'd probably come at a price they have of the air condition or the air ventilated helmet and shoulder pad racks above it. Yeah, that, that's probably a cool five to ten mil. You know, oh, easy write off. I think that's a big write off for the first year. Oh yeah. After that, you know, whatever my wife do, do wanted you, to do. Do you want to. your name on the building? Um. 
Probably not. How about just a picture donated by not the Hitman of the Year? Yeah, I, I would probably go for something stupid like that. You know, something funny to keep, like, the levity of the situation, you know, in, in good humor. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want it to be all st- stiff and rigid and shit like that. Okay, so you help out the high school. That's good. Yeah, I'd probably help out my old high school, too. Like, there's, there's something to give in to, like, a place of education. But, uh, all right. The lotto. What about you? I mean, I said what I'm going to do. Well, that's, you know, I feel stupid copying you with the football thing, but I'd probably do it. It's, it's, it's close to my home. My kid's probably going to go there. You know what I mean? I've been part of the program already. This is my sixth year. You know, I'd probably help out Live Oak, too. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, it's just something, I get, you know, I guess they gave me something. What's I want to give back to them. What's the first thing you buy? Oh, uh, something. I, I'd probably get an Italian car. An Italian car. I, I, even though I don't even like them that much anymore, I've always wanted like a Lambo. Uh, I'd probably, but I'd, I'd, I'd move. I'd not move. I'd fly. I'd just quick vacation. Go somewhere fun. Brazil, Miami, Bourbon. Not, probably not Bourbon Street, but I just, I just want to go somewhere crazy, like a Vegas and party. Yeah, I wouldn't I, go to I, Brazil because you'd probably get killed. Uh, I think I'd be okay. My name's Paulo. You know, hey. yeah, not when you're flashing big green big cash, bugs. I yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't even know who I am. I'd go quick and let my money people handle what they got to handle. Let everything go. Private island, maybe yes. Saint Lucia. Yeah, Jamaica. I'd probably go to Jamaica, bro. <laughs> I'd probably <laughs> go to Jamaica. You'd probably go to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, you know, just have some fun and. And relax and let everything kind of settle down at home. And it'd probably be two months. You know, go to New Zealand, go to Peru, fish, hunt, do whatever I got to do, go see a couple things. When I come back home, see how my mansion's doing, you know. Now, would you get something built from the ground up? If I needed to. If I really saw a piece of land in a place where I, I thought would be awesome, then yeah. But for me, I don't, I think having like the rooms where I want it in the kitchen. I could just change it. I'm not someone where like I needed to be that specific. I don't need the kitchen window facing this view. I'm not, you know, do I need that? But if there's a place that has a garage, a barn, I don't want the the living quarters to be that enormous to where like if my kid calls my name when he's sleeping, that my room can't hear it. Well, yeah, he just hits the intercom button. Oh, that's right. You know, Dad, you're balling now. Meatloaf. <laughs> Ma, you know, um, I again, I, I'd rather have land than you know. Don't get me wrong, the state will be big, but I'd rather have the land to you know set up a mini turf field, not a grass field. Mm-hmm. You know, you could play whatever you want: baseball, soccer. Uh, the, you get the tennis court, indoor, outdoor. I want a big, like hut style barbecue picnic area covered. Would you? I want do... a pool with fountains. Would you do an indoor basketball court? Um, yes. Yes and no. I, it'd probably be part of like my own indoor gym. You know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't need the full, full-size court. I've seen a lot of watching the cribs back in the day. There's a lot of indoor courts and not even like shacks. Isn't that, it's not a full-size court. It's like the YMCA court. I do that. You know what I mean? I don't need to take up that much space. And then I, the building might be bigger, but it's also got, you know, some basic gym equipment that I'd never use. Um, you know, let the kids have their space. It might have a pool table. Definitely a game room. Badass theater room. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of like having a huge theater. It's simple enough. Like know, eight seats. This garage. You know, for one for a theater room, that's all I really need. A couple good seats, sitting back. Because I'm not a fan of the projector. No, but I'd get a big-ass fucking TV. Probably two or three of them. Uh, everywhere, bro. TVs like everywhere. all one. Well, that, that, that picnic cut area would have TVs in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But, all right, so you, you got the house. I want that, I want that Japanese uh, Ichiban freaking Japanese grill. You want a hibachi? Hibachi grill. That's what I want. I want to make that freaking onion volcano. And, I, <laughs> and if I was that rich, I'd just have the, the Japanese. You'd have a chef on hand? A chef on hand. <laughs> you know, I want snacks. Oh, chicken nuggets from McDonald's? No, I want you to make chicken nuggets for me here, Pierre. <laughs> oh, his name's Pierre? Probably, whatever. Was he Vietnamese? I'd give him a fucked up name every single time. I would never, <laughs> if I had a personal chef, I'd never call him by his name. <laughs> I'd always call him something different. That is awesome. And that's what I pay for. Mm-hmm. I paid for that. Yeah. If I want to make fun of my personal chef, I'll make fun of him. Do you get like a personal trainer? So who's on staff? Do you get a personal trainer? you get a chef? you get a driver? No. Do you get a butler? No. Nannies? Nope. Do you get a personal, do you get an entourage? I think I'd already have one. Who? Everybody be just kind of hanging around. Yeah, Paula, <laughs> you're already hanging Can around. I be, uh, oh, right, I made it. Yeah, you're already uh, you're already hanging out, so it's <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah, so the lotto is huge. Uh, you know, go out and buy luck, your tickets. Good luck to the person who wins. Hopefully, you it's know. me. I know. Is it crazy how greedy? Do you remember? I, I'd say about a year ago, I got really up there again. And everyone started buying a lot of tickets. I forget how many million it was. I think it was like 80 or 90 million. Or 900 million, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sure. But anyways, a lady, I think she was like from Chicago, bought 10,000 tickets. And then she got a GoFundMe to pay off her debt because she, she bought it like on credit. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's just dumb. And people donate. Well, people are idiots. That's oh. why. I mean, you know, half those Should things. Should we start are... a GoFundMe for the podcast? <laughs> we might have to at this point. At the rate we're not buying equipment, yeah, we might have to. Well, you know what's funny about the Thursday night game? You know, game's over, third, fourth quarter, right? And did you hear Troy Aikman? Oh, man. He, what, he's hating on the podcast life. Well, he doesn't listen to podcasts. He's heard them, but he can't get into them. It's he, like, come on, Troy. Sometimes I'm, I, like, I have mad respect for Troy Aikman. You know, because I'm a Niner fan, and he beat us, and, you know, he's a pretty solid quarterback, UCLA, Oklahoma guy. But then there's days like today where I'm just like, fuck you, Troy Aikman. Well, I'd rather listen to him than Joe Buck. Oh, people I don't like to listen to, Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth. Oh, the worst. I'm just glad they don't commentate together, because I might not watch that game. I'm going to see, you know, what I could do to become a Monday Night guy. If Dennis Miller can. Yeah. I got, there's... He set the bar really low. I got a chance. You do. I'm, you know. You know, you get a few, uh, few hair plugs and <laughs> drop a few LBs. They, they barely get their face shown. A little bit at halftime, a little bit of pregame. You know, get the cool Monday night jacket. Do they yeah. even wear those anymore? I don't think so. They should. They wear their own suits these days. Uh, well, I need the yellow one because I don't have any suits, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, okay. Enough of the Mega Millions. Sean, it's the start of the NBA season. Yay. Surprise to us. Yeah. You know, it kept... where, where did it come from? I thought we were still in preseason. Well, when, you're, when you're in MLB playoff season, you know, football's going. 
Who cares about basketball? It's just, don't get me wrong. I love hoops and I love watching it after Christmas. Right? It's, you know, it just, it just happened so fast and it came. The games are starting. The games are starting. First, LeBron made his LA debut tonight. I didn't see how the game went because I really don't care. But, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of mixed emotion out there. A lot of Laker fans probably are super stoked that the he's Lake in Show town. is back. It's you know I'm I, I it's fun because you know don't get me wrong most of our lives at least when we were starting paying attention to sports Kobe was there and the Lake Show was a thing you know he brought Staples in Shaq was there before that there was a dull era before that. Well, yeah, watching uh, watching the Dell Harris era with like Nick Van Vladdy. Exel, Nick Van Exel, Vladdy, Cedric Sabalos, Eldon Campbell, who's Jones? Uh, there was another kid too. Who? Last name Jones? Uh, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones was Eddie on the squad, Jones. yeah. I mean, they were mediocre at best. I mean... But they weren't bad. Those they were, they, they were dudes. They weren't good. They were great. They weren't They weren't good. Lake Show. No. They I were, mean... Yeah. When, when you're starting five is Eldon Campbell, Vladi Divac, Nick Van Exel, Cedric Sabalos, and hey, Eddie Jones. But you pick up Kobe for Vladi. And then it just changed things in a couple of years. Well, you know, you get Shaq from Orlando and, you know... Robert Ori, you start getting guys, yeah, and then you dominate. Well, you know what's funny is that, uh, you know, LeBron hit those half court shots in the preseason game, and then he hit one like a big fadeaway in practice, and it went all viral, and people are like complaining about it, and it's big news. You know, it's a new era, and it's L.A., and you know what? If there, if someone's gonna make a big shot in practice, why can't it be LeBron? And people want to see it. Yeah, you well, know, it needs to be Showtime. L.A. is used to it. And, you know, I was saying, like, mixed emotions, you know. There's there's definitely Laker fans that are super excited. And then there's probably that majority of Laker fans that are kind of torn. You know, for so many years, they, they're seeing LeBron just waxing everybody, you know. Albeit he's playing in the East, a very weak conference, to say the least. It, it's not the Wild West. But to see him dominate for so long in the East, and now he's headed West, now he's... Now he's got to battle the big dogs, like, night in and night out, you know. You can get away with playing in the East and, oh, we got these shit dicks today. But he's got enough youth on the team, and he looks like he's rejuvenated. Well, LeBron really hasn't slowed down much. I mean, what is this, year 16? Insane. 15 or 16? And he look he's 10 times better than when he started, and the motherfucker plays every minute. I mean, I, I you you got you can't fault his desire, his conditioning, his skill set. I mean, the dude, the dude's legit. He's number two at worst all time. It's it. Look at again. Obviously, I'm a Warrior guy, Bay Area guy. I would love to see him. I would love to go to Staples because I miss Kobe at Staples. I never saw. I saw him at the Oracle. I saw Shaq at the Oracle. Never, you know, I've never been to Staples Center. It's worth it to me. Yeah. I might buy a $400 ticket and go watch LeBron as a Laker. Sure, I saw LeBron at Oracle for like 15 bucks. There you go. You know what I mean? But that was probably a shitty-ass Warrior team, though. Uh, No, it was Baron Davis, and they went to the playoffs that year. Was that Monte Ellis, Baron Davis? Monte was young, yep, yep. Yeah. You know? I mean, they had some young guys. They just weren't good. They weren't. It wasn't a great team. Again, those when you could go to the Oracle and spend 45, 50 bucks... Shoot, it was a good time, and you know you and for these games, it's, they they still do well. Sell tons of tickets. The place wasn't empty, mm-hmm. you know, especially when a Shaq or a LeBron, 
or Kobe at the time. Uh, the Celtics, when they, they became the big three, when they had Kevin and, and Ray and Paul Pierce, that place sold out and was the highest populated indoor event in California of all time. Hmm. It was, you know, it's a cool place, but I want to go to Staples Center because I always wanted to go to the Great Western Forum. I wanted to go to Boston Garden and Madison Square Garden. And I never really, you know, it's never going to happen. And you've never been to any of them? Never. Hmm. I never. I never got to go to a lot of games. You know, I've never been to a basketball game. Oh, good times, good times. You know, you get, catch the free T-shirt out of the the, the T-shirt gun. <laughs> you know, but uh, basketball games are a great time. But yeah, since I didn't get to go to Forum, I'd love to go to the Staples Center. Yeah, you know, check I mean, it out. I've been there for a concert. What you see, George Strait. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it that's was cool. That was cool. Yeah. So, and then the Warriors, they did their ring ceremony. They got all the rings. But the West, it seems like. You know, the Rockets are looking good again. Should be a fun one. I'm excited for this season. So, just real quick, we're going to make an early pick. Who you got representing the West? Well, um, you know, I, I think it's it's pretty easy to say who the preseason favorite is to win the West. You know, if you don't say Golden State, you know, you're you're kind of out of it because they've got the experience. They returned everybody. They got Boogie Cousins. I mean, okay, let's, if he's healthy. Here's a real question. Since the Lakers have LeBron now, where do you think they place in the West for playoffs? Somewhere between six and eight. Okay, pretty low. Yeah, they're but still making it. They'll make the playoffs for it's sure. It's going to be that tight, though. It's not The difference between six and eight won't be a lot of games. No, and it never is in the West. Yeah. You know, one and two typically are separated from the pack, like – for a pretty like big margin, but that three through eight spot is is a matter of, like five to eight games. And are they? Let's see. I'm gonna say the Lakers win f- fifty one games. Okay, fifty one games. That's a ton in the East. That's that's a number two seed in the East. <laughs> yeah, I and if they want to make the playoffs, they're gonna have to win that many games. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Eighty two, eighty two games. They got 82 regular season games Something in basketball. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to say they win 51 games. That that You heard it first <laughs> well, on Hold My that's, Whistle. That's what we're doing. Yep. Uh, you know, for me, as far as the Warriors thinking, you know, they finished at number two this year, last year in the West. And again, I don't think they're having too much pressure in the regular season. Not that they want to be first, or they, I, that they don't want to be first, I should say. But... They they're so casual about the regular season now. Yeah, I mean they chased they chased the win record and that didn't work out well. They got run down in the playoffs. But that was pre Kevin. Yeah, and, and I'm saying that but they the, but they got the, worn down. You know, absolutely night in night out starters going for the record. Win the games you need to win. Yeah, you know let's they're gonna win, get a couple win streaks, but you know being second, third, even fourth in the West isn't gonna hurt them. I think once they get in the playoffs, you're um, gonna play tough teams anyway. I'm gonna say the Warriors win 64 games. Man, I like the specifics you're on right now. Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going specific. 64 games for the Warriors. I'm gonna say they're gonna drop from a two to a three seed this year, and go from there. Who I do think. You, who do you think is gonna win the West? You think Houston's Houston. gonna take it? I think you think so. I think so. Hmm. I think they have something to prove. I think they go at it. Or if if Houston doesn't, I think they drop to like a five six. You know, because they could get worn out too. Last year could have, you know, they could have blew the load. Yeah. Who do you think then takes control of the West? If it's not Houston, 
you know, the uh, obvious answer is OKC. I don't think they're good but enough. But I... W- they're not good enough. Yeah, and then you got Utah. You got all these other teams that are just... Who we, else besides Utah? I mean... New or- New Orleans is the Pelicans. Per- they're they're a the set, Pel- they're they're a six to, a five to eight seed. I think the Pelicans. You know, Anthony's. You know, he was supposed to. You know, considered MVP last year. He was in the race. Yeah. Well, he's going to be a warrior next year, probably. <laughs> um, right, but still. So, I'm just saying that's that's where it goes. But those are all tough teams, still. You know, and the Lakers fit in there right after. I don't think they're going to make a push for those speeds. But if all those teams drop. LeBron, he's got to be in the conversation. Lebr- LeBron will will help that team get to the playoffs. He will not carry the Lakers to a number one seed. Mm, Our top, a top three seed. I'll, I'll, look I'll at take that, it a We're, we're talking the Warriors, Houston, Oklahoma City, not making it. And what's who's rising up? You know, that's the that's what it's a it's a far scenario. But that's you know you have to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, so you're you're looking at all right. Three teams there, plus New Orleans is four. You got Lakers, five. OKC, okay, uh, can't forget about Portland because if they hang around... They ar- are, but they just did not show anything last year. Well, if they hang around long enough... Memphis? Me- Memphis, maybe. You know, they're they're decent. San Antonio, I think, is going to slide a little uh, bit. Yeah, that's what... Man, they used to be a staple. Oh, yeah. They were a staple. Now with Kawhi gone? Kawhi's gone. Parker retired, right? Tony yeah, Parker retired. I, I don't. I mean, if they do it, then they won't. I mean, Lamarcus coaching though. It's Lamarcus Aldridge and who else? Yeah, like nobody really. Clippers stink. Yeah, Clippers. Clippers lost. Clippers lost all their all their guys, and it, I think it's back to the old shitty Clippers that we're used to seeing yeah. for so long. But you know the the West the West is what it is. It's a fucking dogfight every night. All right, so we haven't talked a lick about the East, but let's talk about our all-time lineup. You know, we're JV football. I'm a JV football coach. We're football coaches. Yeah, speak um, for yourself. I know, I know. You've never done it. Anyways, but we're coaches. You know, we've been watching f- basketball for a long time. There's a lot of greats out there. We all know who they are. But if you had to pick your top five, Sean, who's your top five? Well, instead of going top five, straight let's go position by position oh i hate that because i don't know who <laughs> well it, it'll be close enough okay point... i'll give you mine then too all right so i'm gonna go point guard first like you should okay like every every good team starts with whoever the ball handler bring up the ball is taking up the ball and i think this is a pretty easy one most people will agree with me magic johnson would be my point guard right i'm with you he's got the size the speed he distributes the ball he scores I mean, he gets what, boards. What is he? Six, six, six eight, eight, eight six, six eight, eight point, six eight point guard. And he was potentially the best ball distributor of all time. Yes, I mean, you know, he, he's clutch. He was doing things that nobody was doing before. I mean, you know, you got you got a facilitator like a John Stockton or a Jason Kidd. I mean, guys like that, they're they're good, but you know, they don't. Um, they don't. They don't have it all, you know. Right. They they couldn't really score like Magic but could, the, you know. And that, but that was the job. They would do their job, and they'd be part of the team, you know. Yeah, and and at that point in their career, in their system, that's what they were there for. It was like they're just facilitators helping other people, you know. Because there's the, the point guard <coughs> score, you know. Like, am I type, you know, thinking about Allen Iverson, or even like a Chris Paul, you know, point guards who score. Yeah, I mean. 
point guard point guard back in the day wasn't really that that scorer type you know it was the assist guy or the pass like just the defender and nowadays it's it's a scoring league and everybody shoots the ball doesn't matter who yeah. you are everybody's got to shoot but magic would score still yeah. magic was a great scorer and again like i said he was clutch you know from his rookie year on he would and be... he was great at running the fast break oh well that's you know that whole system the showtime oh you know? it was great and being able to handle you know, a big town like L.A. and, hey, you know, handle the hype. He was, you know, to win the championship your rookie year. Well, that and, you know, the thing with Magic is at any point he was a size mismatch with all other guards almost at that oh, time. Yeah. They had him playing D against the fives and the fours and running the point on offense. Yeah, so on when he was on offense, it's a mismatch for a guard. Oh, yeah. I mean, because he could shake and bake him. It's not like he was a slug. I mean, he could get down the floor, distribute the ball, take it to the rim, and not to mention a way more physical time. Exactly, and he so, could, he could, he knows how to play dirty too. Oh yeah, I mean, and he'd back you down, he'd post you up. I mean, there was a lot of things he could do. So you know, as in terms of a point guard, what more could you ask for? Magic. I mean, you know, am I a fan of Jason Williams' white chocolate? Yeah, you know, the, there's a lot of flashy things we like about a lot of point guards. Like, yeah. You know, you know, cool crossovers or this, that. The highlights are great because you have the ball so much. You know, there's uh, so many point guards that mess up, though, that, that have those same. Like for, if you watch Jason Williams' highlights, you think, oh, he's the best of all time. But you watch his career, he's a normal point guard in the NBA. Yeah. Sli- slightly better than average, I w- I'd say. But the dude, the dude could distribute. He could handle the ball. I mean, well, and that's why I like Jason Kidd, too, because in my, in my head, like, oh, I want to build a team. Great distributor. You know, and he, you know, I liked him on Team USA for so long. Yeah. He's a team leader. He gets better. His his shot got better later on in his career. Yeah, that that that's his big knock. Is his, and it, I met him, so I kind of like to have this. His, his shot was terrible. In the beginning, not at the end. No, not at the end, but for a majority of his career, his, his shot was not. I think he was like a 35 career percent shooter or something. Something like Ugh. in the first five to ten years, he was a terrible shooter. Yeah, what other point cards were out there that you... Um, let's see. Well, he had like Muggsy Bogues. No, you know he's he, not one of the greatest. No, not one of the greatest. Well, I mean, we're talking point guards, true point guards. I mean, AI. Yeah. You know, you get AI out running the point. He was solid. Uh, you know who I like, and he won a couple of championships. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey, Chauncey. I think Chauncey was like people don't realize how good he was, and I think he was a good point guard. He's a big dude. I met him. Oh, did you? Yeah, he came to the casino. Okay. Uh, he he's a big dude. Uh, he could definitely handle the rock. Um, let's cool. see. Well, okay, we got the point guards done. Who's your number two? All right. Um, in terms of guards, you know, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna limit them to shooting guard or anything like that. He's just on your lineup. He's N- the next guy. The next guy I'm going with is MJ. You got you got to have. have he's got to be on the top five. You, you got to have MJ. Absolutely. You know, hands down. MJ is in the lineup for sure. Uh, what do you what do you say about the about him? I mean, the dude did everything. Mm-hmm. You know, scored, rebounded, played defense. He was defensive player of the year, scoring titles, championships. He's the goat. You know, he's the jump man. You gotta have Mike. I don't even want to spend too much time talking about it. It's just obvious. Yeah, it's just it's MJ. You don't have to say much about MJ. It's just him. Yeah. Um, if I don't have MJ. Even though it's not probably not his position, maybe I have Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, you gotta have MJ in the roster. That's him. Uh, on my for my third guy, 
We're only on a second. I know. Oh, Artie's, Artie's third. I already went Larry and Michael. Those, like, you know, just the two of the greatest of all time. Okay. So, like, literally on the list, it's Magic, Larry, and Michael. You know? But my third guy, I kind of want, like, a junkyard dog. I want a guy who could defend, get boards. And the best guy at that for me all time is the worm, Dennis Rodman. I need a guy like that on my team. I want a bad boy on my team. Yeah. I mean... He he's what six ten? He's big. He's long. He wasn't the biggest, but he was so scrappy down low. I mean, you and you know he's gonna play for you, and he was gonna out hustle you. Oh, you know, wasn't a scorer. Didn't 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 really like take it over the top in terms of scoring. But when he, I think his career was like sixteen to eighteen boards game. I mean, insane. he uh, just those, dirty, those, just dirty. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like Ricky Henderson stealing the base records. No one's going to touch Dennis Rodman's rebound records. I mean, he did it with the Pistons. He did it with the Bulls. He did it with the Lakers. San Antonio. He did it with the Spurs. I mean, the dude could flat ass box you out. And, and he was, he was outsized probably every night. You know, like who you might, you know, like who might compare to him is maybe a Charles Barkley. Not even close. And you would you you'd have to take Dennis. Yeah, you'd not have to even take Dennis. close. But that's like who else would you compare to that that could do that kind of job? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I'm sure there's guys, but Dennis is the best. Yeah. Um. So for my my third guy, you know, I got Magic and MJ. I'm gonna take it to LeBron. You know, you're gonna get LeBron out there. He's definitely in the conversation. I mean, because. Like I said, he's he's a multifaceted player, 6'9", 250, runs like gazelle, jumps through the roof. He and, attacks the rim. And you, you can't you can't stop him at the rim. And his shot has gotten so much better. Oh, uh, it's it's uncanny how how good he's become from long range. And he's not aged. He's not he's injury free, you know. His hairline has definitely aged, but h- him as a player, nah, he's He's scoring 30 points a game, and I mean, it might have been a little different, you know, if had he played in the early 90s, late 80s, and like the you know physical era. Is I think about how you just say his hairline and everything, and talking about playing in the 90s and stuff, when the Bulls used to play the, the Utah Jazz for the finals, you know, it was like two or three years, but uh, Karl Malone was uh, endorsing Rogaine. Yeah. And do you remember when he was on the free throw line and Scottie Pippen... Rogaine. <laughs> How bad would that hurt LeBron if people started doing that? He, be... he might shed a tear. Oh, dude, it's perfect. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that no one would do to LeBron right now. No, and absolutely not. And they should. Yeah. The only guy who would do it to him is on his team now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, that, that'd be my third guy. I mean, you, what, what, what do you say about a guy like LeBron? You, you can't say anything because the, yeah. dude, the dude's proven it time in and time out. I can't, you know... Is he the best of all time conversation? You know, it's debatable, but does he deserve to be on? Like, you'd be stupid if you didn't pick him. Yeah. You'd be stupid if you didn't pick him. All right. Um, I'm going to jump to my big man. Okay. I know he's the five, but he's probably, you know, you got to, you know, big man basketball is what we grew up with. I know it's not that important right now, but if I was going to pick a big man, in my eyes, Shaquille O'Neal is the truth. In his prime, unstoppable. You know, maybe he didn't play against other big greats. I think he did. So people, you know. He played in a time. Oh, I think he played against awesome people. You got Zoe, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon. I mean. He was younger than them. And that's what people, you know, they're like, oh, this, that. 
But he proved that he could play with them. He adapted. He grew. And he was, if people, people don't remember how fast he was off the, off the ball, with the ball, and he attacked the rim like no other. You couldn't stop it. Can't stop him. Without- Akashak was, when you change the game, you know how people defend offenses, you, you're a game changer. You know, he's like LT for basketball. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you, you, you couldn't stop him down low. He, he just was an unmovable, an immovable object. You know, you just, you couldn't, you couldn't slow him down. You could only foul him. Yeah, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. There's old school big guys. You got the Bill Russell and this and that. I, I take Shaq. You know, the only other guy maybe I might take is like Hakeem because he's, you know, he was more of a finesse guy. And I and he was nice. He could score. He's one of the greatest of all time. Top fifty. Yeah. You know it's questionable, but I just I I just pick Shaq over him. All right. Yeah. Shaq Shaq would be my fourth choice as well. And you know rounding rounding out my uh, my first five would be uh, what you might call it um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You know, oh. long. You can't stop this you guy. Got two big guys. I go two big guys. You know when you have. That kind of speed and athleticism. That skyhook, too, was dangerous. Uh, just, Still would work right now. You, you can't stop it. You, the, you find me somebody that can defend that, and you'll see the best defender the NBA's ever seen. And he's seen. just someone you want on the court with your team. He's smart. He gets down. He's long. Yeah. I mean, How hard it is. People don't realize. Imagine Kareem putting a hand up in your face, and you're trying to score. It's I'm, insane. And he used to train with Bruce Lee. Right? Like, all the little things he used to do extra. Like, he, He's a stud. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you have him and Shaq down low. Who do you stop? Psh, nobody. Yeah, you know, it, it just, it's insane. You know, it's crazy how many Lakers are, you know, that starting five could be insane for the Lakers. They showed a picture of Shaq, Kareem, Kobe, LeBron, and Magic. That five alone could be... be Someone's list, and you haven't you haven't even touched like any half other, of them. You, you have like other team, Elgin, all on the Lakers. Jerry oh, right. West, Elgin Baylor. I mean, the yeah. list goes on. Yeah, it's it, it's insane, and uh, yeah. But for me, my fifth guy is I, I'm going to go back to the Lakers. I pick Kobe, Jelly Bean Bryant. You know, just having that competitor, having you know, he imagine him off the ball, working hard, working hard. He's, he'd be the man, and he'd love playing next to Magic. He'd love playing next to Michael. You know, he's already played with Shaq. That might be the only problem. Yeah. That might be a problem. Sha- so, bye, Shaq. <laughs> if, I ha- if I do create this team, Shaq's traded next year. <laughs> you know? But Kobe on by himself, don't get me wrong. Like, he's got his faults. He's got this. But, again, he's got the clutch gene. He works hard. He, he you know... He might be actually the leader of the team. Yeah. In some way. He might, you know. It, yeah. But who, it, a lot of these guys, it'd be hard for them to be play second fiddle to the other. And, the, and Kobe might be the one who feels like. There's only one ball. You, you know? know. How many shots are there going to be? I don't know. So it's get in where you fit in. Oh, sure, Kobe thing. played with Dennis too. Yeah. I mean. And yeah, that's that's solid. You know, rounding out your five with that, you you can't argue that. Um, now you got one guy to bring off the bench. I'm gonna bring Larry Bird. Larry's Larry. Just gonna bring Larry. Insane. And he yeah. say what you want about Larry. The dude could stroke it. Uh, 
he played defense, you know. Again, he played very physical ball. Yeah, an Indiana boy, just... Hard work. Yeah. If there was anyone that was would out-hustle Dennis Rodman, it'd probably be Larry Bird. Yeah, it, it, I mean, say what you want about him. The dude could play, you know, scoring in Beantown, just leading him to titles, and the dude's a phenomenal player. Yeah. Was a phenomenal player. So. I, yeah. So, it's not a bad choice. You can, He's one of the greatest of all time, and you might have to put him in... He's top 10 all time. Easy. Arguably, yes. Yeah. Um, for me... I was thinking, oh, who's been who's been the best off the bench of all time? In my head, it's like Robert Ori. Oh, yeah, because I mean, he's come clutch, right? And well, I want to pick Robert Ori. Everybody wants to pick Robert Ori and because it, that's it, all you think of. That's all like, you think of. So I, in my head, I'm like, hey, who who would do better than Robert? And it'd be Steph Curry. And like, it's the obvious pick. But imagine Steph coming up and sniping shots off. You know, when, <laughs> he's kind of like if you look at your starting lineup. He's like the Christian Leitner he, yeah, exactly. on your dream I, I, team. Uh, Kyle Korver. He's like <laughs> he's just the the lights kid on the team, and just go around and we'll throw you the ball. Just shoot it. Yeah, you know that's pretty much all you're good for. And imagine if that was his role, and on that team, that's what it would be. You know, come off the bench, hit a couple J's, we're good. Might come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so that that you know off the bench. But who's been great off off the bench also is like. You know, late, it's funny, like right now, it's guys late in their career. Last couple of years when uh, it's, Vince Carter was coming off the bench and just... Andre Iguodala has done it for great. years in, in Golden State. He the six-man award is no joke. He Jamal Crawford, I mean, a guy like Iguodala was a star in Philadelphia, took less money, you know, to stay in Golden State, come off the bench. I mean, the dude's still getting minutes, but... But it just proves that depth is definitely a really important part and winning championships, winning games in the NBA. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's Your a long five se- is only so much. It's a long season, and you got to get those guys that are going to give you fifteen to twenty minutes a game to su- to spell the starters and, and produce. Come, yeah, and produce and defend. You know, and or like, hey, guess what? When you start in five guys in the NBA, they're getting paid. Guess what? Someone's having an off day. Take them out, and you got a guy that's a tweener like an Andre Iguodala. He could play a couple different positions. Oh yeah. I mean, he he's used to the limelight. He was the guy when he was in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Like his first few seasons, you know, in the league, he he was the man. So you get a guy like that bringing that kind of experience, that kind of talent coming off the bench. It's huge. It's crazy. We picked most of our lineups are from the '90s and early 2000s. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's no question. <laughs> Best era. Yeah, I, I I think so. I hope these new guys could uh, prove that. But you know, I want to bring that kind of basketball back. If it's just a little combination of physicality, never gonna happen. The not shooting di- game, the shooting game is just taking. Not over. in today's age. Everybody flops, looking for a foul, looking for that and one. It's yeah. just, it's just different. Well, Mike kind of, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Mike kind of set up the and one thing. You know, that little fadeaway shot, get the foul, hit the fade. You know, set up that whole get the foul thing. James Harden just ruined it, though. Oh, dude, dude flops more than a soccer player. I mean, it's it's like throws his head back just to get a call. The beard's flapping. It's horrible. The thing I like, though, is he doesn't get that fucking call in the playoffs. Oh, no. You know, you can you can lead the league in scoring from shooting 17 free throws a game, but you're not getting that call in the playoffs, son. Mm-hmm. Not in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I liked your list. It was pretty good. A lot of, a lot of uh, similarities. I'm sure everyone's got a different list, but those are ours. But it's, thurs- it's Thursday again. Sean... Hit me with one of your favorite jams. We did. If you listen to last week's episode, you know 
We didn't have the best the audio on Sean's music. But give me what, what you're listening to. What's your old school beat for the week? All right. So my old school beat for the week is I'm going with uh, the Commodores. Ooh. With Lionel? With Lionel. Ooh, is that a synthesizer? I I, I think so. Dude, that was good afros back then. Um, this was part and of outfits. my this was part of my intro to my wedding dance. Oh, oh yeah, you did a whole choreographed yeah, dance. Yeah, we did a choreographed dance. This, Look at this, you. This, so this is a it, oh, just makes you want to dance a little bit. Oh yeah, this is like good funk, good soul, man. Oh yeah, it was uh, this. This led. This broke out after we slow danced to Samba Pati by Santana. Oh, there you go. And then we uh, busted out a choreographed dance into the electric slide. So when's your anniversary again? Uh, August fourteenth. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So the yeah. Commodores. Lady by the Commodores. Jam of the week for me. Ooh, really nice. Let's take it back. I want to dance. Do you? Yes, sir. All right, Paulo. All right. Well, my jam of the week is you know. Kind of classic. You're a rich girl, it's a little little hollow notes. Rich girl. It was the first song that had a curse word in it for me. I said bitch. I was like, hey, this this is a little risque. But uh, no, hollow notes. One of the best bands of all time. You know, and when you realize there's a white guy singing, it's it's awesome. And they they have so many songs. Oh yeah. But this one this one does it for me. You know. Hit that note, Daryl. <laughs> you know? And then I don't even know uh, Oates. He just had never really talked, never got in the public, but he had a great mustache. Great stash. Oh, awesome stash. You know, good cruising music. I get that. I, I, I could bow my head to that. If you don't listen to Hollow Notes, they get the best stuff. Yeah, great 80s music. Great 80s music. Yeah, those are our Throwback Thursday jams. All right. And on that note, I think we're going to call it a show. You know, we, we talked some football, talked a little basketball, talked about some lottery winnings and what ifs. Yeah. Um, go out, buy yourself a Meg Millions ticket. Good luck to you. Yeah, I hope you win. Yeah. Just kidding. I hope I win. Right. Time to be greedy. <laughs> hey, well, there's one more song I like to listen to, a little bit of Flow Rider. Hey, that's the show. Randy, make sure the music's playing because we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby, whistle, baby, let me know Girl, I'm gonna show you how to do it and we start real slow You just put your lips together